there. Welcome to the Happiness Between Tales podcast. Do you love writing, great fiction, culture, fine art, and compassion? I mean, truly love them. I'm Doll, and I sure do. That's why I produce Happiness Between Tales, to foster creativity and understanding. As an Emmy Award-winning former journalist, join me on my learning to write and publish fiction journey. Wherever you find your podcasts, hit subscribe. That way you'll never miss a single completely free episode of Happiness Between Tales. While you're getting Happiness Between Tales delivered automatically, help keep it going by giving it a like, five stars, and a comment. And tell your friends so they too can enjoy tail wags and the making of tails. Check out happinessbetweentails.com for more information. And now, kick back and enjoy this episode of Happiness Between Tales. Who knows what inspires someone to write a novel? Even authors don't always truly, until much later. My own literary novel in progress, Flamenco and the Sitting Cat, seemed merely an experiment, a dive into fiction. Only as it progressed did I understand it's really a love letter to all who believe they're too old, young, broken, lost, too whatever for love. So when it comes to producing a novel, there's deciding to write, then comes writing, and then it's published. At that point, the author releases their words into the world for book lovers to make of them what they will. Every reader brings themselves into the act of sitting with a story. Here blogger slash author Mark Bierman reveals what he's learned about the writing process and readers. Born and raised on a farm in Ontario, Canada, he merges country life with his adult experiences as a correctional officer and a storyteller. Find more of his guest posts for Happiness Between Tales. To learn more about him and his books, check out his site at markbeerman.com. His name is spelled M-A-R-K-B-I-E-R-M-A-N. The Hidden Life of, Vanished, a novel by Mark Bierman. A few weeks ago, I was reading over some of the newer reviews and comments of my novel Vanished. I noticed some understandable trepidation among a few of those who hadn't read the book. In response, I've decided to write this post, explaining the origins of the book, and why I wrote it. First, though, I wish to thank all of those who took a chance on me, readers who cracked the pages, in spite of the subject matter. I really appreciate you, and I know it couldn't have been easy to start. Here's a quick synopsis. Driven to despair by a shared loss, Americans John Webster and Tyler Montgomery try to self-medicate by embarking on a mission of goodwill to earthquake-ravaged Haiti. The reconstruction of an orphanage transforms into a nightmarish hunt after a young girl is kidnapped. Unequipped, culturally illiterate, and alone, the pair are forced into alliances with shifty characters, as they delve deeper into the treacherous underbelly of the human trafficking world. Can they survive long enough to keep their promise to the child's mother? I want to clarify what is absolutely not in this book. It doesn't contain rape, gore, excessive violence, although yes, there is violence, but no more than any other action-slash-thriller, injury or death to animals, pedophilia. You only need to ask someone who's read the book, I'm confident they will attest to this. If you asked me, 10 years ago, to write a book about human trafficking, I would have declared you insane. Times, and people, change. The truth is, initially, there was no intention of broaching the subject. I wanted to write about Haiti. You see, my father, upon whom one of the main characters, John Webster, is loosely based, 
would volunteer to help build homes, churches, and other projects. I remember well, the photos showing the difficult living conditions. There were also the stories, none of which included human trafficking. There are bits and pieces in the novel that were gleaned from his experiences. The second main character, Tyler Montgomery, is loosely based on my brother-in-law. The pair actually did make a trip to post-earthquake Haiti, back in October of 2010. I asked if they'd be willing to make a journal of their experiences. So, here we come to the reasons behind, Banished. Over the years, I've been understandably and justifiably questioned as to my choice of topic. In the early days, I always delivered a simple and pat answer about a desire to promote awareness. If a problem is ignored, what hope is there to solve it? At the time, I truly believed my answer to be complete. Cut and dried, no further explanation needed. I often mention that 50% of the proceeds are donated to help victims of human trafficking, which they are, and I hope I don't sound like I'm touting my own horn. That is not my intent. Yes, all of this is true. However, and this may sound strange, I've only recently come to realize it's not the whole truth. Please let me explain. Those who are familiar with me, know that I've spent the last 20 plus years working as a correctional officer in maximum and medium security prisons. Canada's last maximum security prison was Kingston Penitentiary, which opened in 1835, and closed in 2013. It's now a tourist attraction. I was one of the last to work there. Shortly afterwards, I was transferred to a medium-level prison. This episode of happiness between tales that you're listening to is not evolving into a prison tale. My career was mentioned because I want to help you understand where I'm coming from. I also want to emphasize that Hollywood and the news are entities that thrive on sensationalism, because it sells. I've encountered many traumatic experiences, and looked into the midnight eyes of those who look through, rather than at you. We call them dead eyes. Fortunately, these are not the majority of inmates. There are some who've led normal lives, until something triggered them to act in uncharacteristic ways. What you also had were many cases of psychological and drug addiction issues. Oh, and yes, plenty of the inhabitants had committed unspeakable acts of evil. I'll spare you the details. Of course, it wasn't all bad. I've worked with some great staff, and I've had my share of laughs. I appreciated the strong bonds that developed between my peers. It's inevitable when you place your life in someone's hands and they put theirs in yours. I apologize if I'm rambling, but it was necessary to give some background into what made my brain tick when I wrote this book. It took a diagnosis of PTSD, months of treatment, support, and deep reflection, to unravel the other reasons for the birth of Vanished. I have come to grasp the fact that it was also a product of a mind that sought to survive and heal. To find a state of homeostasis, and make sense of the tragic, and unfathomable. The famous line from the movie, Saving Private Ryan, often comes to mind. Captain Miller and the sergeant are discussing the personal cost of getting Ryan home. One of them says, someday, we might look back on this, and decide that saving Private Ryan was the one decent thing we were able to pull out of this whole godawful, shitty mess. I'm not comparing myself to these brave warriors, but these are my sentiments, exactly. The brain is extremely powerful, and I believe that it sensed something was wrong all those years ago, though my conscious mind was oblivious. It's the frog in a boiling pot analogy. I was being cooked alive, and I didn't even realize. The characters do represent, superficially, my family members. At a deeper level, they are avatars of my hope. Hope for something better, for this world, myself, and my loved ones. Spoiler alert, Tyler struggles with mental health issues. The issue was approached from a Stephen King angle because I grew up reading his work. At the time, I thought it was just a nod to the famous writer, but it's become clear that my subconscious had put out a 911 call for help. 
In some ways, I'm Tyler. Right now, more than ever, the world is hurting. I don't know your personal stories, but I can sense from many of the comments, that anxiety and a sense of hopelessness rule the day. Let me tell you, there is always hope. I want to assure you that you are not alone. I, along with many others, have been where you are. I'm on the mend, and my family is getting there too. I cannot reiterate this enough, there is always hope. Whenever a crisis arises, there are always those who step up and perform selfless acts. I refer to those as helpers. Look around, you'll find them everywhere. You know what? Look in the mirror and you'll see one up close. Don't believe me? Listen, if you've ever retweeted a post, shared a kind word on a blog, shared a blog, posted, bought a book, read it, and reviewed it, made someone laugh or provided information, beta read. You get the picture, then you are a helper. Yes, those dedicated people who work in the healthcare industry certainly fall into this category. There are so many others, unsung, and unnoticed. They go about the business of helping. John and Tyler are much more than characters in a book, and the plot is deeper and broader than human trafficking. There is an ugly side to it, just as there is in life, but there is also a positive message. It's about becoming a helper, doing whatever is within your capacity to make a positive impact, even if it's just one person. This is the true spirit of Vanished. At my site, markbeerman.com, you can read my post called, They Fight for Freedom, where I describe how one woman works to help victims of human trafficking. For more on Mark Bierman and his books, his site is markbeerman.com. His name is spelled M-A-R-K-N-B-I-E-R-M-A-N. Do you believe a book can evolve beyond the author's dream for it? Record your experiences, thoughts, or questions at my podcast page at Anchor by Spotify or email me at happinessbetweentales.com, where you'll also find photos for Mark and his book, plus links for this show's topics. Like what you heard? You're supported by meacoffee.com backslash support H. B. T would be much appreciated. Thanks for tuning in. This is Doll for Happiness Between Tales. Send me your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through happinessbetweentales.com, where you can find out more about the show and me. To get Happiness Between Tales delivered automatically, be sure to subscribe. You'll help the show thrive by liking it, rating it five stars, commenting, and telling your friends to check it out. See you at the next episode for more tail wags and the making of tails. <laughs>